Live from New York. It's the show that is very into jazz. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very yeah, into jazz totally now. That's going to be my thing. Today. I like jazz. A lot of vinyl. I, I dig jazz. Uh, Gardner gets the star you in Dallas. The, the show. Just talk to you about jazz. It's first things first. Can he lead the Eagles? Oh, yeah, first things first. Can he lead the Eagles to an upset? Meanwhile, Brady and the Bucks under 500. Head to Arizona. Why someone here thinks the Bucks are a very dangerous team. And finally, it's Thursday. Which means it's time for the bug list. A little mm. bit of motivation, a little bit of inspiration. Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds, Chris Broussard. Any surprises on the bug list, a.k.a. is Baker and Russ finally not on it? Baker gets a reprieve. Oh. So does Russ. Well, Russ is all about next year. For who declared that? All about next year. Why yeah. does it get to be about next year? Well, it is. We're yeah, still in this year. Next year, he'll be back. Oh, we're starting the show in Brooklyn. Nick and the Mangini family looking on as the Nets are up on the Warriors 91-51 at halftime. Yeah. Most points in a half in franchise history. Mm. Brooklyn moved to 20-12 and 12 now, Brew. Are your Nets finally looking like contenders? And are they your Nets again? Oh, you oh no, 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 no. After no, abandoning no. Don't, no, don't give me that again. But, I have never abandoned the Nets when they deserve criticism. I've given them criticism. What about the duo? What thing? about that was, a, a, that was comedy? That was a joke. <laughs> I did it for ten seconds, and then I was like, "I'm just playing." Okay, I have never left in this. Right, I'm waiting sorry. for my apology. Why? <laughs> for what? All the mocking, all the ridiculing you've done of the Nets, and look at them now. Look at them what? Oh, okay. Go ahead. He wants, who oh. am I? You, he's Mr. Facts consistent. Over feelings. You I'm are. facts over feelings. A few facts, America. Yeah. <laughs> the New Jersey Nets are, con- I mean, awesome. the Brooklyn Nets are contenders. <laughs> All right. When I covered them, they were New Jersey. Yeah. The Brooklyn The last Nets, time they were contenders, <laughs> they were also New Jersey. They, they are enough. Eastern Conference contenders. Now, yeah. I'm not going to get ahead of my skis. All right. Okay. And because I got respect for Brooklyn uh, or for Boston, and I got respect for Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And even Cleveland. Ooh. Yeah, and Cleveland Philly is too, balling. Which is the second nah, not Philly, team. Not Philly. No, that's, that's, I mean, they're not. They're not. <laughs> okay. But so I'm not going to get out here and, oh, it's all about Brooklyn. No. But they are contenders. And a few facts, Nick. Yeah, Please. I'm waiting for them. Shout out to Jock Vaughn. And you guys know this. He was the new hotness several years ago. Then he ago. went to, oh, he went to uh, Wilds Orlando Magic, and that just killed yeah, that him. But I'm glad he got a second shot and he's doing his thing. 18 and 7, Nick. Sent Jacques Vaughn to go. Mm-hmm. That would be the best record in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Highest winning percentage. Uh, 13 and 3 since Kyrie came back mm-hmm. from his issues. And 11 of their last 12 they've won, including yep. seven straight. They are doing it with offense and defense. This is where Jacques Vaughn deserves the most credit. Defense. You, I'm not even going to kill you for thinking they were a joke defensively two months ago because they were. Yeah, I wasn't thinking. But Jacques, was what did I say, Wilds? I said a coach that emphasizes defense. True. If your team has the strength, the quickness, the athleticism, which they do, you can be a good defensive team this if he emphasizes. So and right. they are seventh in the league defensively yep. overall. That's including the horrendous start under Steve Nash. They do it offensively. No surprise. Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, a host ben of shooters. Simmons. Third in the league in three-point percentage. First in the league in overall field goals percentage. So, yes. Now, I'm, I'm going to say this, though, because it's not all roses. 
Because I'm about getting oh, to the finals. Yeah, I know. I'm so. not they're just about old. They're playing three well. Oh, back to I got two concerns. Yeah. I got two concerns. Boston and Milwaukee. Slash, no, no. Two, well, two concerns slash things they need to work on. Uh-huh. Boston, absolutely. Will the Nets be tough enough? And I'm serious. Are they tough enough to play with Boston? No. Oh, they got to work on it. Yeah. Because they are a pretty finesse yes. team, all yes. that, right? Correct. They got to be tough enough because Boston's going to try to beat and them And what's up. the other Now, Boston say? might not be that, okay. though. Boston's a little pretty, <laughs> too, now. <laughs> what's the other all about concern? Sure. The other concern is defensive rebounding. Now, I know I'm getting into X's and O's. No, right? that's fine. That's pretty defensive yeah. rebounding, they're worse than the league. Yeah, that's That's important. Like you don't have to okay. be great offensive rebounding, but defensive mm-hmm. rebound, you yeah. got to do it. I'd like to yeah. see them add a big body Maybe bring back an Andre Drummond. I don't know. Maybe wow. Chicago oh, give oh. before the deadline. Yeah, because they're not going to be, be able to do anything Just significant because they don't right. have draft picks. They, so they, they, they don't need anything right. significant. No, you're talking they about like a buyout a basic player. That's body. Fine. That's big body. Okay, That's they have it. a round two ceiling. Oh, stop. They, Brew, it, with all your with all your chest out, bass in your voice. Uh, this is Ten why the Nets are down, great. Yeah, you still started and ended with. Yeah, there's two teams I'm a little worried about. And how many teams, I'm just curious, how many teams make it out of round two in each conference? Two. So in order to make the conference finals, they would have to beat Boston or Milwaukee, and they're not capable of it. Not capable? Not capable oh, of it. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you, as I have for the last three years with this team, and it is the same team that they are not good enough, they are not consistent enough. Not like they you. are not tough enough not like on the defensive <laughs> end, despite what they have shown the last month over the course of long, hard playoff series to deal with the inevitable adversity and respond. This team has been the worst in the league at dealing with adversity, and that at some point is coming. They, they are a team that looks great when things are rolling. But I would put the Eastern Conference playoff picture into three buckets. There's bucket one, Boston and Milwaukee, the cream of the crop. There's bucket two, where Brooklyn is, with Philly and Cleveland. And there is no argument to be made that Brooklyn has distinguished themselves from either of those two other teams, Cleveland How and Philly. How about this, oh, Kevin Durant? Well, Just I, that name. I don't know that Durant right now is better than Embiid. It's at least oh, an argument. Durant, I trust him more in a playoff series for sure, but it's at least an argument. And then there's bucket three with Miami, Atlanta, Indiana, the Knicks. Forget about them. The reason I bring up those first two buckets is that's five teams. Only four make it out of round one. So I am sitting here telling you on December 22nd, I think it is, the Brooklyn Nets are more likely to get bounced in round one, as they did last year, than they are to make round three as they never have since they've been to Brooklyn. I don't know. And so the, the nothing. I'm just you amazed like a that it took I mean, Brew. It took there. two weeks of basketball for Brew to be all the way back in for the next year. Next. Good. When have but, I not been well, all the way in? You were. I joked. No, I made. I joked. It, it was humor. You were. And and I also would like to add quickly here. Yeah, go. I I am not as confident as you that Kyrie Irving's. You know the the sign that says "days without an incident" but we <laughs> isn't going to get reset know, back to zero in the next I'm few I'm about weeks, motivation and inspiration. Right, other Kyrie, side of the ball, I believe in you. Warriors. Oh, okay. Which you do get credit for beating last night. 
but they are a bad, bad team on the road. And now this is worse records by defending champions through 33 games. Yeah. They're your Warriors right They're there. They're pulling the Rams. Not great. Uh, here's Steve Kerr after the game. Our spirit is fine. You know, our spirit's good. Our energy's good. The guys are committed. Uh, we have great guys. And uh, we're just, right now, we're, um, you know, at that point that um, pretty much everybody goes through uh, during an 82-game season, you know, um, most teams anyway, where you sort of hit, hit rock bottom and, you know, injuries, whatever it is, uh, you know, schedule, uh, fatigue, um, you, and you, you take it on the chin. I, I don't listen. The, the Warriors are a bad team. Without Steph Curry, they are a bad team. With Steph Curry, they were a mediocre team, and it wasn't a small sample. And I don't. It was last night they played Draymond, and it almost felt like it was a punishment. Like there's no Steph, there's no Clay, there's no Wiggins, but Draymond, you're going to be out there, and Kevin Durant's going to be smiling every single possession of the game, and you're gonna. You're going to, to steal a line from an alleged you know, uh, Lakers front office member. You're going to sleep in the bed that you lay in the bed that you made. Because part of the reasons our team is broken is because of you, Draymond, and now you're going to have to watch the guy that you helped run out of town run circles around you. I think, Brew, you have to be opening your eyes to the possibility that they are going to miss the play. Mm. That this team is, that right now... I, I know you guys got mad at me yesterday for saying I don't think Jordan Poole is the guy evidently you guys think he's he is. As good as he Powell. wasn't on listen, he he's forty three percent from the field and thirty two percent from yeah. three. One for eleven less. And night. that's all he does well. He's a bad defender, he's not a great passer, he doesn't rebound. He has to be there to score. He's been a very inefficient scorer. The young guys have not taken any type of leap. Draymond's been bad. They're the 24th ranked defense in basketball. And Brew, like, I, the, honestly, I, I'm not picking on you because it was your finals pick. My finals pick is the Mavs. They're yeah. not looking great. And Philly. The, right, and Philly's looking excellent like Brooklyn is. Excellent? And the Ma- yeah, they, they're a game behind Brooklyn. But set that aside. The... The Warriors are in real, real trouble, and this is a really, really embarrassing 40% of a title defense. Embarrassing. Okay, okay. okay. Let me bring some some logic to this thing. I will give you this. My one concern is that with Steph – yeah, with Steph out, with Steph out, that they – and Wiggins because he's out too, they fall too far behind. That's the one thing. I – but as, when they get healthy, because, Nick, they got time. It's 82 games, not 17 like the NFL. Last year, Boston gets to the finals. We all love the Celtics now. They were 15 and 16 at one point. Good point. They were 18 and 21 on January 6th before they began their turnaround. But that was the so greatest in-season turnaround in NBA history. Fine. It's a new using NBA, that, Using that as the standard. It's a new NBA okay. because of the prominence of the three-point shot. That, that, that changes things. That's that why you see so many blowouts games. and routes and things that makes like it that. More likely you turn it, they around. can turn it around, and, and here's, here's the thing. Uh, here's the proof. The lineup. All right, now, Nick, look at this, this graphic. All right, that five right there, that's their starting five. That is the best five-man lineup in basketball by a mile. By a mile. You see they've outscored teams by 132 points. No one else, no other five-man group in the league has outscored teams by 
80 or more than 80 points. Okay, okay and here's what you're right. Oh, you need a bench. You need a bench. That's the silver lining. Right now, over the next month, while Steph is out, look, they'll, they'll fly or they'll die. But it is a chance now for Kaminga and Moses Moody and Jordan Poole and all these young boys, maybe even James Wise. Wiseman had 30 points. I'm not even going to. It's a meaningless search. Correct. But it's, it's a, a chance for them to get their act together and show that they can play on a role a role on a contending team. So I, I, I'm not, I'm not, especially in the West, it's wide open, and you got to admit that. Wide it's open. Wide, I'm not it's counting wide them out. wide open, but it is going to be hard. The thing is this, it's wide open because we don't think there is one team. And that there is, isn't. Hold on a second. One team that is head and shoulders better than everyone to win it. But it is not wide open as far as there are not 10 teams that are going to be competent or better to make the play-in. What I am sitting here telling you is, when Steph gets back, the Warriors are going to have to instantly flip a switch that turns them into a team they have not been all year in order well, to just make the play-in. That Brew, five, what about Brew, that five? Brew, that five had them below 500 before Steph's injury. How... Okay. The, okay. They, okay. They were. I mean, we'll I'm, I'm not making. I'll right have the last there. laugh. Okay. okay. I'm okay. letting y'all know, America. I will have the last okay. laugh, okay. as I often do on this show. Okay. Wow. wow. That felt like a real moment. Yeah. Uh, hey, some sideline uh, conversation. Kyrie and a fan. Take a listen. Oh. Step to the side, please. Thank you. So silly. I liked it. Silly? I liked it. Yeah, listen, Kyrie is Stephon Marbury, and Steph is the original Isaiah Thomas. We cannot compare the two players. Steph Curry, nine times in his career, has gotten an MVP vote. Kyrie Irving, the next time he does, will be the first time, which will be never. Steph Curry, seven times in his career, has been first or second team All-NBA. Kyrie Irving has been first or second team All-NBA one more time than Brew. <laughs> they are not equivalent players. And the fact that once upon a time, when I was doing local radio in Houston, Kyrie Irving hit one of the three biggest shots in the history of the NBA over Steph Curry, that we're going to use that as evidence that they are at all similar players. Yeah. Since that shot, Kyrie Irving has been out of round two once, and Steph Curry has won the title Three times, okay. so it, it's not it's not good tit for that tat. Pretty good. Okay, look, Kyrie Irving can stand against any point guard in the NBA and say, "Bring it on." He's that good individually. No doubt, he is not as accomplished as Steph. He is not as good as Steph. And in the rankings, obviously, Steph is top ten, arguably all time. Kyrie's not in that discussion. However, skill-wise, like I said, he can hold his own individually against anybody. Wild, you'll like this. Okay. It would be like Jay-Z going against Jada Kiss, right? Jay-Z obviously ranks much higher than Jada Kiss, right? The better rapper overall. Sure. But in a battle, don't tell me that Jada Kiss wouldn't go bar for bar and rhyme for rhyme with Jay-Z. And I got the proof, Nick, not about not about the rappers, but about Kyrie and Steph. They have met 13 times on the biggest stage. And my goodness, 
Brew. Kyrie has gotten the Can best you of bring up something in the last half decade. <laughs> Brew. That's all more than five you years ago. You act like Kyrie is old. No. He's better now no. than he was okay. then. I no, he's not. He's really? No, he's not. He's averaging 26 the, points a game. Okay, well, that's The only difference is he don't play with LeBron so, James. Right, and he's not as if good If he was he playing was. with LeBron in his prime right now, okay. he'd be I don't doing what he did back I don't understand why. Then. It is so weird why we have to, on some of these basketball discussions, operate in a fake universe rather than the one we live in. The one we live in is not – what Kyrie was not talking about there is if they played one-on-one, which is your rap battle. No, he's saying I'm going to give – I'm going to – he's going to give as much as he gets. How but he's that? not. Really? He, he outscored Steph in the Steph, finals. That was five. Games. I'm going to lose my mind. Well, no. That was brew. That was before you and I had met. You, and like, you what act are you like Kyrie about? is using a walker. No. I, my goodness. I'm the, act, the boy is still I'm, bad. I'm acting like that you, if the only evidence you can draw from is three teams ago for Kyrie, five and a half years ago, in a totally different circumstance, then maybe it's not a strong right, argument. We got to go. It's Why? Seven, we're at 17 minutes. Did so you what? like we're that? And, and it was right, right? Well, I, you know. JC better, of course, but. But Jada, I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, about? yeah, it, would. yeah it would. You know yeah, I'm right. pretty good. Do you know I was once at a gentleman's club in Kansas City with Jada? Okay, what are we doing? That's true. Uh, story. Hey, that's Cowboys. A, it's a family-friendly show. Yeah. This is a true story. <laughs> okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Philly flirted with starting Jalen, but now it's official. Gardner Minshew getting the nod. Here's Sirianni. It's looking like uh, it's going to be Gardner. Um... Jalen did everything he possibly could to to get his body ready to go, and it just at the end of the day, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna be able to do it. And he, man, he he tried like crazy, um, and I know he still wants to go. Um, that's just the the toughness that he. This is, Jalen Hurts is the toughest player I've ever been around. A lot of compliments. Sirianni's great at that. Sirianni's great at like embracing Philly and ingratiating himself with the fans and promoting his players. It's a real yeah, skill. That's I think really, it's really good. good. Also, yelling at the Colts fans. That, but that was that was ingratiating himself to his players. That was like yep. for to Philly. That was for yeah. Frank Reich. The whole like thing. That. Yeah. Uh, Coach Mangini is here, but we're going to start with Brew. Brew. Uh, the question is: Can the Eagles pull off the upset 
With Gardner Minshew. Absolutely. Okay. They're playing Dallas. Dallas, you never know what they're going to do. And they're liable to go out there and have a letdown because ugh, it's not Jalen. It's not Jalen Hurts. We've been talking about him for two weeks. I agree with that. He's not here. We got Gardner Minshew. But there's other things. The defense, obviously, for Philadelphia is not going to be affected by Jalen Hurts. They're going to be great. They lead the league in sacks with 55. And Dak has struggled. We talk about his interceptions. Most of them have come against pressure. Okay, when he gets pressure, the last four weeks, six of his seven interceptions have been against pressure. And you would think, now I know they didn't sack Cooper Rush at all when they played, you know, a couple months ago, but you would think that Philadelphia is going to be able to put pressure on Dak, and he obviously has struggled against that. Secondly, Gardner Minshew is a top-of-the-line backup, but he also coached, he was a good running quarterback. I don't know that he could, He obviously can't do what Jalen does, but can he run the option kind of like Jalen? They nullified Micah Parsons by running right at him. So they may still be able to do that with Gardner Minshew. So I think for those reasons, Coach, plus the Cowboys or the Cowboys, that they could beat him. Yeah, I don't see this as, as being a big upset scenario. What's the line, like four and a half? Four and a half. Four and a half, half yeah. three is usually if you're the away team. And then I think it reflects kind of where these two teams are, with or without Jalen and and Philadelphia really in every major statistical category is better. And with Gardner Minshew, the most the, the most staggering thing to me is his TD to interception ratio. So he's at forty one to twelve. And to put that in perspective, that's the fifth best since two thousand and nineteen. He's barely off uh, your Mahomes. your favorite yeah. son mm-hmm. and, and and several other of the elite quarterbacks. Now obviously his record doesn't reflected that, but that one statistic where he's able to generate the points that he's generated while protecting the football to me is is a great thing for for the Eagles. Yeah, and I also think it's noteworthy that Philly beat Dallas earlier this year. I understand Cooper Rush was the quarterback, so I'm not going to I'm not overlooking that, but they did it without Jalen Hurts playing great. Jalen Hurts in that game had 182 total yards passing and rushing combined. They did it by forcing Cooper Rush into three turnovers, and we might say, oh, "Okay, Dak won't do that." Well, he might. I mean, Dak's had, Dak's had a couple turnovers in big spots in each of the last couple games. So I do think Philly absolutely can win this game without, guard, or without Jalen. And if they do, it sets up, and I just want to bounce this off you for a moment, Coach, a really interesting opportunity for them. Because if they win this game, they lock up the one seat. They don't just lock up the division, they lock up the one seat. I, I think there's always a risk with resting your team in the final week of the year if you have the bye. But if you lock it up with two weeks to go, I would think Sirianni should consider resting everyone in week 17 and then playing them in week 18. So you remove what, the, the injury possibility off the schedule but don't have the extra, the two-week lag to where is, the rust is be a problem. What is that, exercise? What do you mean exercise? <laughs> like week 18, what, do you, what are they out there doing? Well, I, I mean, I don't think you want to rest. I, no, I think we've seen teams that were rolling and they rest too long. Like, would you? Yeah, well, it's, it's the debate every season. So we always have it at the end of the preseason and we have it at the end of the regular season. Do, do you rest your guys or how much do you play them? And it's the rest versus rust debate. And it's gone both ways where guys have rested and it's turned out poorly. They've rested and it's, and it's turned out great. So you've got you've to get a feel for, for your team. Now, definitely rest Jalen. Like, make sure that he's for sure. completely healthy when he comes back. And then you're going to have some other guys that are more dinged up. And if you can get them some, some time to recover, that does give Locking you a great up advantage going with in. with two weeks ago in the season just opens up so many possibilities of what you can do if you want to be creative. But you would want to play Jalen before his first playoff game. 
Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm more inclined to play guys at least part of the time in, mm-hmm. in each of those games so you don't lose the momentum that you have. And, and, and some teams that play their way into the playoffs are just sharper than the teams that have had, had time to rest. It's going to be the Patriots. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Jones trying to get in. Uh, Pro Bowl okay. selections announced yesterday. Mahomes in, Joe Burrow in, Josh Allen in, in the AFC. Tua got the snub, but Nick, you think there was another problem. Josh Allen. The fearless leader of the number one seed Buffalo Bills made it, and that really got in your craw. It just doesn't make sense. What? Why? Okay. <laughs> if it's so, uh, Mahomes and Burrow were definite, had to be in. Mm-hmm. So I left one spot open. <laughs> if it's about the stats, it should be Tua. If it's about overcoming the most adversity and still having your team in it and carrying them, it should be Herbert. And if it's about who's the hottest right now, like people want to turn the MVP into, sure. it should be Trevor. On none of those factors should it be Josh Allen. Jo- Again, this is where it, it, Josh Allen has 16 turnovers this season, which is more than any quarterback not named Mills or Ryan, and he has a worse rating than Andy Dalton. And in the last two months, he has had one great game. One. It was the most recent one, and I know the most recent thing is the only thing, but still, this, we can show you what Josh Allen has been over the last two months of football. I know he was really good the first six weeks, but that to me does not a pro bowler make. And so, yeah, to me, I would have had Tua as the next pro bowler. I think there's a strong argument for Justin Herbert, and Josh Allen would have been fifth on my make-believe 36 ballot. touchdowns seems like a lot. The- Nick, I lost their categories. Though. I was like, who overcame the most? This is like the tears. No. Like, who overcame the most adversity? <laughs> who wore well, the best? Well, if it's numbers, to then pre- it's Tua. To the pregame. If it's numbers, then it's like, Tua. It's, it's a, well, I, what, How? Are the, what are the numbers that Tua are Tua has are, the highest passer rating in that's all it, of That's football. all he's got Tua. over uh, Josh. He has a f- f- half who, the Who averages more yards per, per game? Josh Allen. When they played, Who has more when, when, they, when they played head to head, would one you... one one and one one the other. Right. And one 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 of those games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a lot to work out. He threw the ball eighteen times. The other guy threw the ball sixty three times. Thank you. They dominated the game. They absolutely and they lost it because the you're talking about the it's first not game. About they lost it because sixty three times at four hundred yards. They, I understand, and they lost that first game because of grievous mistakes by Josh Allen. I, was, I don't think it was just Josh Allen's mistakes in that game. There were some cumulative mistakes to lose a game where you have 40 minutes of time of possession. Okay, listen, I, the, Brew, you, you were arguing at one point that Tua might be league MVP, yeah. and now at he can't point. be a pro bowler? Not over those three. Well, not over those three, just over one. No. Just over your guy, Josh. No, 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 no. I mean, this is, Nick, I, I'm shocked. I mean, Josh Allen wow. has 700 yards rushing, too. Right. Yeah. Plus another three touchdowns he, rushing. I mean, see, let me see this graphic. I didn't even put two on it. I thought you were going to argue because two is out of it. This is Josh Allen versus Justin Herbert and, but and Trevor Lawrence. I'm sorry that Since in what you. world does a guy have a better record, more total yards per game by a, a nice margin, but that's, more total touchdowns? He's almost got twice as why, many touchdowns but I'm as Justin about Herbert. Tua. A higher record, passer rating. I'm talking in about In what Tua. world is he not? Uh, uh, okay, high respect. But I'm talking no about Tua. Tua's got fewer yards per game, 
fewer touchdowns. He missed three games. He's falling apart as we speak. Falling and apart as we speak. He, yeah, he's lost his last three games and has has barely completed fifty percent. Actually, he, hasn't completed. I thought 50% he played well against the Bills over the and, last and three games. You're yeah, right okay. that he has because of the missed games. Of course, he has fewer touchdowns than Josh Allen, but he also has half, or actually a third of the turnovers. Yeah, I just because the, of the worst games. thing a quarterback can do is turn the ball over. And Josh Allen has Josh done it this Allen year is... more than any quarterback in the league that hasn't been benched. How is that Nick, not relevant? He he scored 84% of his team's touchdowns. Think, that is the most in the league. He's one of three. They don't run scoring. the ball. Oh, I, no, but he runs the ball. He's a leading rusher, by the way, too. And they're 11-3. It's working. Yeah. Come on, man. So, that's, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. I don't know if you. I don't know if you did well that segment. Okay. I feel like you got to stop. I, I know. You did. I, I feel like you did well on that one. Usually you would make a full screen about the guys I wasn't talking about. Well, you missed Brady's in Arizona. <laughs> Bucks have lost two in a row. Sit at six and eight, but are favored by a touchdown and slated to host a playoff game. Here's Todd Bowles. So you correct the film and you go over the tape and you're still pissed off and disappointed, regardless of what's in front of you. And you let it go the next day, and once you watch the tape and you move on, everything is still in front of us. So we're trying to win a division. We need to take care of ourselves. We don't need to look at anybody else, and we know what we have to do. Six and eight, Coach. If they win a few games, they're obviously in. They're hosting a playoff team. Playoff game, excuse me. Are they a scary playoff team? I don't, I don't know how they could be that scary. Ooh. I mean, I don't. It, when you look at it, they're, they're bottom third in penalties. They're bottom third in red zone. They're bottom third in uh, third down conversion. They drop the third most passes. They're minus five in giveaway takeaway. They can't run the ball. They don't run the ball. They're middle of the pack in stopping running the ball. And, I mean, the list goes on. And every single week I wait for the progress to come, and it's just not there. Well, what about Tom Brady? Yeah, like I'm cheering for Tom Brady more than anybody, and it, and it, it's it's uh, you know each week seeing a different record that's that's not a positive record, like 89 and one when he's got a 17 point lead and they lose the most losses he's ever had in a season, losing to a rookie quarterback who's making his first start. Like those things are it's it's the the accumulation of them. They're they're in great shape because of their their division. But you'd like to see some positive momentum or areas where the arrow's pointing up. I can't believe I've been put in this position. I know. You guys are where I have to be the sober analyst on Tom Brady. I just want to root against the guy. No. That's what I want. Yeah. I just want to poke holes in his resume and root against him. And instead, I have a responsibility to the audience okay. to remind them that at this very table... You two yesterday claimed a 6-8 and eight team with an aging quarterback, if they got in, would be very dangerous, even though all their playoff games even, would be on the road wait, 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 in wait, wait, Green wait. Bay. Hold on. Wait, I, I 100% said it. With a team that would have to beat three very good teams, right. be riding a five-game win streak, that's a totally okay. different. Right. Now, if we want to play make-believe where, no. where we're comparing like with like here, no. we're comparing two totally oh, different. Okay, and what no I'm telling way. you is the Bucks are going to go into the playoffs on a three-game winning streak. 
The Bucks this week are going to crush the Cardinals and Trace McSorley. Then next week they have the somehow wildly at the moment overrated Panthers, and then they get Desmond Ritter in the final week of the season. Yeah. So they're going to be 9-8 and eight going into the playoffs. And you know who they're going to play in the playoffs? The Cowboys, who they played in week one in their best game of the year and held them to three points. They are also going to be getting Vita Vea back, and they're going to be getting Tristan Wirfs back. And the question I have, because the third down stuff is wildly concerning, particularly third and seven plus, they are historically bad. Is, is that going to be solved when it is the postseason and Tom Brady stands in the pocket and takes hits? Because what he's been doing all year, and I get it, he's 45 years old, is bailing out of plays early and doing either the self-sack or the quick throwaway because he can't take hits mm -hmm. and he's trying to avoid it. Well, I don't think he's well, going to do that. Maybe the they could try running the ball. Like Maybe they Hello? would incorporate a run into the mix oh. instead of being That's 32nd in attempt. <laughs> no, but I, I, I mean, God, God forbid we mix in a few of those and, and, and try to get that going. And I don't know how you compare beating Miami at Miami, Detroit and Minnesota, and a five-game Winning okay, that's fair. With the three teams that you're talking about. No, 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 about. that's fair. It's it's like, I just like, don't think Green Bay, I guess, is going to go on the three five-game winning streak. But that's a fair point. But, Brew, here's my – can I just ask you a direct question? You believe both the Bucks and the Cowboys are dead. Yes. They play each other. I know. So one of them is going to be in the final four in the NFC. You are. How but can the you goal, say they're dead? The goal is not the final four. No, the goal is that's to make the conference championship I'll meet you halfway. Tampa – if they meet Dallas in the first Which round. Which they will. They could win. I think oh, you're going to pick them. I might. I might pick him. But it's Dallas is a Brady joke. based. It's not because of the progress. It's agree for the fact that they have that yes. human being on that team as opposed to they've made all kinds of adjustments as the <laughs> season's gone on where they've gotten better. I agree with you. And here's where we part ways. That Yeah, could they beat Dallas? Yes. But they are no threat to win the NFC. That's what I'm saying. Unless – I mean, Philadelphia would crush them with the pressure they put on Brady, and San Francisco's already crushed them. You know, so, no, they, they can't win the NFC, but, yeah, they could beat the, the Cowboys. Yeah, you're going to have to pick one. I now, might, don't do it I now. Don't do it now. Sometimes we pick early, and then we're, like, stuck. You've got to unwrite teams off and yeah, rewrite I mean, teams <laughs> off. So it's all true. Coming up in a few one weeks, time. Brew is going to pick. One time. Uh, hey, we're talking about the baby goat next. Mac Jones. Do we have to? Yeah. It's going to be a great segment. How did the... Oh, happy holidays, everyone. Coming up in 15 minutes. Wow. The most motivating segment in all sports television. It's the Bud List. And it then. Looks like I have a hat on, but. <laughs> the L shirt. You look handsome. I and like then tomorrow, the hottest segment all How did Wilde stay on upset alert? Oh, I don't know, because they called the game exactly to it. He got it right. You got it. I got Halloween. it right. No. The point is I spoke. Okay, just change the name to close but no Change it to what? Change it to upset alert? No. That's what it's called. Afternoon headlines. Sponsored by Ram Trucks. Built to surf. Let's check in on America's team hosting the Bengals in Foxborough. Belichick was asked if he's sticking with his poorly supported quarterback, Mac Jones, this week, and gave a non-answer. Let's take a listen. Is the plan to stick with Mac here, a quarterback, to the in three weeks? Yeah, let's try to be Cincinnati. Oh. I think that's an answer. What do you think it is? I mean, that means they're going to Zappy, right? No, they're not. They're trying to win. Ah, come on. They, 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 Belichick hasn't made many mistakes in his career. Mm. But not going with what I think his gut was, which is sticking with Zappi, was one of them. Since they've gone 
Back to Mac Jones. They've won four games. Let's talk about how they've done it. They beat the Jets when Zach Wilson imploded, and they scored one offensive touchdown in that game. He didn't implode. They, the Patriots' defense. Okay, that's fine. The Patriots' defense made him implode. Okay. That's fine. They scored one offensive touchdown. Mac Jones threw a pick six that got called back. They beat the Colts. Didn't where throw they, a pick six that they, got called back. He, he did. It was a non-play. We're talking okay. about non-plays Okay, that's now. fine. <laughs> then, then don't, okay, they scored one <laughs> offensive touchdown when they sure. beat the Jets. They beat the Colts 26-3, scored one offensive touchdown, one defensive touchdown. They beat the Jets 10-3, zero offensive touchdowns, and one special teams touchdown. And they beat the Cardinals 27-13, one offensive touchdown, and one defensive touchdown. So in their four wins, since going back to Mac Jones, they have three offensive touchdowns and three defensive and special teams touchdowns. They are 5-7 and seven in the 12 games Mac Jones has started for you quarterback wins, folks. They're 2-0 and oh when Bailey Zappi was given the full reins of the team. It is obvious they would have beaten the Raiders if they had semi-competent quarterback play. Semi-competent. And they didn't get it. So, I'm listen, it, it, I think it is baffling to me, Coach, that they are sticking with the inferior player when Bailey Zappi, aside from a few million dollars in salary difference, they have the same investment in, a recent draft pick, and they have the same control over contractually. So, I don't get it, but that's what they're choosing to go with. Yeah, it's baffling to me that anybody would ask Bill that question at a press okay, conference well, after 22 years, like he's going to answer it. Like that, that to me is the baffling thing. But in terms of the, the, the quarterback, it's look, we, we've seen that he could do it. He did it last year, and, and he had over 100 quarterback rating, I think, six or seven times, and he was successful in a lot of areas. And he's hit a sophomore slump. Now, he's hit a sophomore slump with, with rookie offensive coordinators. Right who are transitioning from the other side of the ball. So there's an experimental part of this. So I don't think it's all his fault. But even more than that, it's an issue with the offensive line. He, he very rarely can go back and sit in the pocket and actually assess what's going on and get the ball down the field. He's, un, he's under duress almost all the time, which is why they throw so many screens, which is why they throw so many quick passes, which is why well, they why run the ball as so much Why did it look so different with Zappi? It was the same offensive line. And they could, even in the, within the game where they both played, it was dink, dunk, dink, dunk, and Zappi came in, bam to the yeah, end. Yeah, that wasn't great. I, and the, so it's, what, it's the same play calling. It's the same offensive line. It's the same receivers. I, don't know, I mean, why did Baker look so different when he came off the street and played versus the next right, game? Right. Like sometimes when you don't game plan for a guy, when you've got no information on a guy and suddenly comes in and he's radically different than the guy you've worked against, it, it can affect how things go. You're calling the game based off of one player, somebody totally different comes in, and it can look different initially. It can, you, can, you can be hit by the, the surprise ability or the surprise differences in their play. Yeah, I think, Nick, you're overrating Bailey's happy. I, I mean, we, the game when they made the switch back to Mac, we saw Zappy throwing interceptions. So I, I just, look, if there's a quarterback of the future, if on that roster for the Patriots, it's Mac Jones. Thank you, bro. And I, I'll give you credit this here, Nick. You said last year when they had him throw three times against Buffalo in the windstorm that that hurt his psyche. Show the stats. And he is Show different. I, I'm with you on that. I, that. That was an embarrassment to him. Yeah. He hasn't been the same yet. I don't think you want to embarrass him again by benching him for Bailey Zappi when, again, he might be your quarterback That's the, the numbers future. of his career pre and post three pass game wilds. He was, he was on the right track. Since then, it is a far larger sample, and it is horrifying results. So if he's a first-round draft pick 
that is so fragile. Exactly. If he's it, not good. But, but I'm just saying, if you're telling me that he's so fragile that the one game plan that, that, didn't, that he had to take a backseat for broke him. Yeah. Then, then, then he's not the guy. First of all, anyway. it's not realistic. And we, but and we beat Josh Allen. Yeah, in, and, in and they won the game. And yes. it's, uh, it's hard for me to, to say that's, that's right, the so Two things. One, I want to show you this. Like, this is driving me crazy, and I don't want to – everyone's blaming coaching. Everyone's blaming offensive line, blaming the baby goat a little bit. Also, like, the receivers need to catch the ball. We've had more – Almost plays, catch the ball, step out of bounds. Hunter Henry, catch the ball, drop it. And like I know it was a referee's call, but you know, hang on to the thing 100%. So catch the ball, we better off. Here's the other thing that happened, and this is really breaking my heart, Coach. Hall of Famer Julian Edelman. Hall of Famer. Yeah, Hall of Famer Julian Edelman. It's high school. Second most uh, playoff reception yards of all time. I don't know. Jerry Rice and Hall of Famer Julian Edelman weighed in on Mac Jones' theatrics and his tackling ability. Uh, yesterday, and Brandon Marshall came to our defense. He's like, hey, he doesn't practice that. He says, you know what? He also doesn't practice all the antics and plays and waving off coaches and all these, you know, sad faces and stuff. He doesn't practice that, and he does it. Why can't he make the tackle? It's bad. So Julian Edelman upset at more of the theatrics, and maybe a little bit of venting. Okay. Coach, is the venting an issue? I absolutely agree with Julian Edelman. Wow. 100%. One one thousand percent. You don't need to make those plays. Take care of what you need to take care of. Everybody's trying to do. Everybody's trying to do the, what what they need to do. We don't need you pointing guys out. We don't need you placing the blame somewhere else. We don't need your, you. Everybody to see your frustration. Get off the sideline. Get it fixed and go back in. That that's not how they play football in New England. And if you don't want to play that way, then go somewhere Thank you. else. All right, so what, listen. It's almost <laughs> like he's immature. It's almost like maybe that three-pass game. Okay. Tom Brady throws the, throws the tablet. No. It's passion. Okay, hold he on says, a second. hey, can we throw the Wait ball, please? Because we're getting embarrassed Wait out there. Wait a moment. Oh, hold on. Jerk. I might be wrong, but Tom Brady, his first couple years with you guys, was he as demonstrative and screaming at people as he was once he was a minted veteran champion MVP? I don't remember it that way, but maybe maybe he was. Tablets but weren't also, that's But also, <laughs> Wilds, of all the quarterbacks in the league, he and Kyler are the gold and silver medalists for terrible body language, for just awful, all the time showing up the coaches. That's, that's not deniable. I, we, I saw Mahomes once this year got into it with the enemy. And we have, with, I'm not acting like every quarterback keeps their composure at all times. Sometimes they do get in yelling matches. But it is weekly with this kid who has proven nothing in this league. He acts like not a probable. petulant child. Right. He, he made a Pro Bowl as a rookie. I get okay. it was an alternate, but he still made it. Okay. Tua, what does that Justin have? Herbert. Hold on, what does that have anything to do with it? They didn't make it this year. All right, they didn't make it. Justin Herbert has yet to make what a Pro Bowl. What does that have to do with anything? Here's what I look. This guy went into that clubhouse where Bill Belichick loved Cam Newton and took over the team with that same no. personality. I mean, I, I'm, I don't coach. I don't think a guy showing passion, he, he didn't do what Kyler Murray did, where he basically cursed out his coach. We just had to bleep it out. He said, He's just saying it to air. Let's throw the ball. Let's throw the ball. Is going at the coach? Nobody, nobody gets angry about passion. Nobody gets angry about competitiveness. People get angry about trying to deflect blame onto other people, throw the you know, all those different things. 
he he walked into the best situation he could possibly be in and in walking into New England in a team which was built on keeping the pocket solid, playing to playing to the strengths that he had as a college player. But he thinks that it was him that 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 created New England or, or that that was responsible for all his success. I think he thinks some of it was Josh McDaniels. Well, and no, now no. I got a defensive that, that, coach that, that's telling the, me what that's to do. The, that's the problem is he didn't think it was Josh McDaniels because when Josh left, he's like, oh, I've had a ton of offense coordinators. It'll be fine. Well, it's what's me. he supposed to say? I'm ruined. How about, Why am I Patricia? Are you kidding me? How about, how about uh, appreciating all that Josh did or the offensive staff did and how much they were going to – can, you can say that you're going to be okay with also okay. recognizing the contributions Wilds, people Wilds, made you, to you. I put it on social media. I'll be very quick here. Before yesterday's show, you were having coach and coach's son, Zach, draw up flag football plays for yeah. your boys for your guys' upcoming season where you're the offensive coordinator. If either one of your sons acted – on the field, oh. the way Mac Jones acts every week, you would They're be little furious. boys. And he's acting like a little boy. It's undeniable. I know, but I run a tighter ship than the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> it's Budless time. The most inspirational segment in Mac all Jones sports should be on there. I didn't even think Mac. about it. I put him on. Oh. Hey, everyone. Oh. <laughs> Happy holidays. If you're not quite done with your Christmas or holiday shopping, why don't you take a look at bringing the bud list home? It's motivating, it's inspirational, it's a little bit of an indictment sometimes, so you can play it with your friends and family. It's a great present for young and old. Take it away, bro. I was playing it last night. We had a ton of fun. <laughs> Damn! Alright, but this one is real. This one is real. At number three, Aaron Rodgers. Alright, look, coach. I love Aaron Rodgers' never-say-die attitude that we will make the playoffs. I'm not sitting, sitting on that bench mm. until we are eliminated mathematically. However, it could be a cost. It has stifled the development, potentially, or at least for the Packers, to see what Jordan Love is mm. made of against real NFL competition in real NFL situations in the games. And it could cost them $20 million, a $20 million mistake when they pick up his fifth-year option, presumably, this offseason. It will be worth it if you make the playoffs, Aaron. But you got to win out starting with Miami this weekend. And let's face it, Aaron hasn't played well this year. He has not been great by any stretch. He hasn't even been pretty good. All right, even in this two-game win streak, he's averaging 205 yards a game, throwing two touchdowns and one pick. That's not it. That's a half for the old Aaron Rodgers. Mm -hmm. So, Aaron, you don't have to play great this weekend, but you got to win. At number two, another quarterback, Dak huh. Prescott. Is Dak Prescott a big-game quarterback or not? Is no. Dak Prescott capable of leading the Cowboys to a Super Bowl championship, if not this year, then in the future. We don't know. He struggled against really good teams. All right? And if you can't beat Gardner Minshew, how in the world are you going to beat the Eagles when they have Jalen Hurts? All right? And, and Dak is on the biggest make-mistake streak of his career. All right? This has been a guy that's been solid with the football, but now in the last four games, seven interceptions, 11 interceptions in nine games this season. It is time for Dak Prescott to step up. He's got to do it. Dak, I think what you got to do is go back to what you used to be. Hmm. I've always said you're a game manager with playmaking abilities. You take the cape off. 
Stop uh, trying to be Superman. Get back to just uh, making plays, protecting uh, the football. Uh, I believe it. I got to tell you, <laughs> that sounded a little bit like an indictment. A little bit. Not so much That's of an inspiration. Well, it's sometimes tough luck. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> tough luck. All right. At number one. And Nick, Nick, Nick might get mad at me for putting uh, him on Tua. Oh, dark should have been, should have been a Pro Bowler. All right, uh, not over. Not there's only three, and there's three great quarterbacks in the AFC that made it above him. But anyway, Tua, they play Green Bay, so something on this week's bud list will have to give. Huh. Tua or Aaron Rodgers will not live up to the bud list and deliver. Tua, you got to do it. All right, we know the last three weeks he has struggled. Nick, he, he did look great earlier in the season. He was in the MVP conversation earlier in the season, but no more. The last three weeks he's been bad. He hasn't even completed 50% of his passes. I know he looked pretty good in the snow in Buffalo. I'll give him credit for that. But Tua, you have got to deliver a win. Your team's on a three-game win streak, losing streak, and you could miss the playoffs. And here's the other thing. This season, we all know, was about let's see what two is made of. Let's see if he is our quarterback of the future. It was a referendum on Tua. We got him a, maybe the best receiving tandem in the league. We improved the offensive line. We got a hot new offensive head coach who believes in him. We want to see him deliver. If they miss the playoffs, mm. With all of that they've done for Tua, the Miami Dolphins might coach be in the quarterback wow. uh, hunt this offseason. So, Tua, I think you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> Go ahead and get it done, my man. That's yes. the bud list. That, 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 is, that is a, a very good list, but I think you're, you're talking about two guys that are made men. you got another guy who's with two who's got a, a good, a really good body of work this year. So I don't think he's in as much duress as, as who I'm going to talk about, and that's Zach Wilson, who's, who's fighting yeah. for, who's fighting really for his career at this point. And he's got a second chance, and he's lucky to get a second chance because of Mike White's injury. And he showed some signs of life last game. There are some positive things that he did, but he can't make the plays to lose the game. And I want to show you a play from the last game that, that if, this, if, if we see this again tonight, it's going to be a huge problem. So what's happened here is they're just going to run a flat post combination, but it's going to be based off a hard sell play action. All Detroit's doing is playing a cover three defense. They're anticipating the run. They've got a three deep safety, three deep corners. Really good job here. This is what I'm talking about with the hard sell play action. You give the defense what it wants. You're showing them the ball. We're going to hand the ball off. And now they're going to pull the backside guard. Everything is to set up the, the, oh, the middle part of the field. The middle part of the field, they want to get these linebackers to pull up for the run. You can see they all came up anticipating run. Here's the void that's there. You can see Garrett, Garrett Wilson is going to go right into that void. Zach Wilson is looking over to him. Everything is clean. Look at the amount of space that he has. Look at this window because the linebackers got sucked up so much. And you've got a three-deep corner. You've got a cover-three corner just sitting back there. And for some reason, instead of throwing into that space, he's going to lob the ball up to a corner that isn't going to bite on the post route. That's not what he does. And it, it's borderline like he's fair catching a punt on this interception. Now he runs it back. It ends up being three points. Three points is the difference in the game. You, you cannot make mistakes like that, especially where he is right now. 
and expect the Jets not to, to move on from you. Nicely done, Coach. Back in the day when we had five people on the bud list before Wild said, Cruz getting too much shine. <laughs> Zach would have been on there. So. Blame Wild. Does the, does the game have five? <laughs> yeah, he, he, the home he, game has five. He did that to get back okay. in my right. race. Uh, <laughs> the game. That was that was really well done, Coach. And in fact, I was going to do that exact same tape breakdown. Instead, Draymond Green to the bud list. Uh, old Mister Triple Single oh. is living up to his name the way I live up to Mister Consistency. Each and every night, you can rely exactly on exactly right. Fourteen triple oh. singles. For the alleged greatest defensive player in the history of the league, who right now is the anchor of, let me check, the 24th-ranked defense in all of basketball. He's 32 years old, and reports are slightly perturbed. He hasn't gotten a new contract. Mm. But right now, he's not showing that he's earning his $26 million this year, and he has a $28 million player option next year. On top of it all, Brew... He has abandoned his loyal listeners in the podcasting yeah, realm as he has yet to post a new – he's posted one episode post-punch, and it was an interview with De'Aaron Fox that ran 22 minutes and did not address the punch. So I'm not sure if Draymond's in contract negotiations for a new podcast deal or just simply has run out of media critiques to give. But I know this much. Right now, the Warriors last night looked like a G League team with a veteran that was playing with them for reasons who couldn't quite figure out. Coach was there. He made some witty observations about Draymond's lack of defensive intensity. We can discuss those more after the show. (laughs) But I would, Brew, you have obviously a lot invested in the Warriors because you picked them to win the championship. And right now they are the, let me check, worst road team in the league and one of the worst defending champions ever and wouldn't even make the playoffs. So it's one thing to get a championship pick wrong. It's another thing to get, you know, have them miss the postseason entirely. My question for you is can you inspire Draymond into being able to keep them afloat without Steph Curry? And if he can't, what does it say about future Hall of Famer Draymond Green if when the Splash Brothers aren't there, he loses all of his superpowers? He can't. And what it says is this, Draymond Green was perfect for the Golden State Warriors when they're home. He is a great fit. Had he been drafted elsewhere, played with a different team in a different system, he would not be a future Hall of Famer. He's, nope. There have been other players like that, and he is one of them. So when his boys get back, Steph, Wiggins, Clay Fully, Draymond will be back, and he'll do his thing. Okay, I would like to add Jacoby Myers and Matt Patricia to the butt list. And I know you're thinking, why? It's like, well, because they're responsible for the worst play in NFL history. That's why. It's not that high of a bar to get on the bud list. And if you have the worst play ever, you get on. And I know we give Coach a lot of credit because he just diagrammed a play. But you know what, Coach? You're not the only coordinator on this set. (laughs) Okay, I'll be (laughs) offensive coordinator for the flag football team. And I ground the all 22. And I said, you know what? How can I solve this crisis of confidence that Jacoby Myers is going to have coming with the whole world kind of yelling at him. Here's what I came up with, Coach. We throw another pass. We go right into something that Cincinnati is not expecting. Maybe a little Philly special. But Jacoby Myers gets out there and says, you know what, everyone mocked you for throwing the ball to Mac Jones. But guess what? We're leaning into it. We're going to do it again. First play, maybe first play, at least first half, Coach, we go out and we throw the, have Jacoby Myers throw the ball. Everyone's excited. Fox War explodes. Cincinnati's not paying attention. And all is well. Brew, 
Can I ask Coach his opinion yes, on it first before he? I, I think it's. I think it's a good list. philosophy. When you do something really terrible, you should probably repeat it. <laughs> I'm I think, glad you asked Coach his opinion of that. Yeah, edit that out. Let's just go right to Bro. Bro, what was your take on that idea? I was gonna say it was a good idea. But after that, uh, I'm zipping the lip. I'm going with Coach. Oh, okay. You know what? Can't do it at home. You know, just yeah. quick reminder at home. That is a great suggestion. That suggestion comes right here with every third Bud List edition. Oh, really? I, I see that in there. Oh, okay. Every third? Every third. So if you buy three, you're almost guaranteed to get one. Well, it depends. You should buy six. Okay. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for staying with us. Lakers fall to the Kings. Before the game, LeBron is warming up, and he posted this on his Instagram. No S there. So it's just sort of an O to like him in Sacramento. Cool. Yeah, cool. sure. He couldn't Photoshop the L out later on in the night as Sacramento lights the beam. <laughs> Even though LeBron did have 31 points, he played great. Had a big block that was not a goaltending, although people thought it was because it went so no far. No one thought it was. But it just you. went so far into the stands. It was going down, but it was never going to get anywhere near the rim. It wasn't going. Shot. It looked like it was going. Down. I don't think it was. It was just. It wasn't. The topic is the not the goal. Team. What Great does block, this though. loss Great block. say about LeBron and the Lakers, bro? Uh, look, I, I gotta say this, and Nick has been right on this. Obviously, this is by far what LeBron is doing. The best 20th season we've ever seen. And All it right. would be, if I may add, the best 18th or 19th Absolutely. Season. No one has come close to doing what LeBron's doing at this age or stage of his career. And so anything he does good is gravy. It's icing on a great career that's only been topped by one guy. And I'm not trying to get in the sure. Jordan debate, but only one guy. All right? And so this is not a criticism of LeBron. But what last night showed is that he no longer is obviously the number one guy on a good team, and he's not as good as his numbers are showing. All right, he's averaging, what, 27? Nine uh, and seven. Nine and seven. Yeah. You would look at those numbers and on efficient shooting for overall yep. and say, man, LeBron's just as good as ever. No, he's not. All right, this isn't close to what LeBron used to be. He's putting up big numbers. I don't begrudge him at all. But he's putting up big numbers in a league that is easy to score in, relatively speaking. And Jokic, Giannis, and Luka have all said it's easy to score in the NBA. It's easier than it is in Europe. And that is why LeBron is able to put up these Similar numbers to what he's always he done, these numbers even up. though he's no longer FIBA. <laughs> FIBA well, I mean, that's what they up. said. That, that's what they well, said. All right, so I here's my frustration. Yes, of course, LeBron is not what he once was. What he sure le, rather than have the Jordan LeBron debate, what he once was was inarguably one of the two greatest players ever, with one of the two greatest peaks ever. What are you? I don't. What are you? Oh, because you're you, I, you're taking Jordan out of it. No, no, no. You're no. Kareem. No, no, no. I'm saying no. Okay. I, I said I'm just I'm just. Consi- I don't want to argue Jordan right mm-hmm. now. So just go the it, comparing his current to his previous standard, which was a standard only one or two other guys in the history of the league had reached, is uh, to me it's it, it's being a victim of your own greatness. Mm-hmm. What is so frustrating to me is I don't agree with Brew on this point though. That this level LeBron is not good enough to be the best player in a champion. I think he is. I think that if this level LeBron had what the last, what I would consider truly great, great 
late, late in your career season we've seen from a guy not named LeBron, Duncan, in 2013, when he was first-team All-NBA. People forget that. First-team All-NBA. Duncan was still the best player on that team that made it to Game 7 of the NBA Finals that LeBron beat him in, the Ray Allen year. Right. And LeBron's better than Duncan was at that point, even though Duncan was first-team All-NBA. Look look up the numbers. It, it, no, the numbers, of course. The, but, Duncan's but it, numbers never rivaled uh, No, LeBron. of course. He was a but great he, defender. But he had, though. right, he was a great defender, one of the best in the league. But what he had was the perfect cast around him. And LeBron has the worst possible cast around him. That, so, uh, do I think, so what's frustrating to me is that uh, Kevin O'Connor, our friend, you, used to always tweet and sometimes still does, don't take LeBron for granted. Everyone's taking him for granted. Last night he did something no one had ever done. Broke a Jordan record. I said it before the show that he was going to do it. Nobody even cares. It's, it doesn't even register. And it is, it is frustrating because it'd be, it's one thing if you're an all-time great, who is now just a lesser version of yourself, but still occasionally has the good night. Yeah. I had him in the top ten on the pyramid, and nobody here really disagreed with it. Wilds wanted Zion at some point to jump over him, but the fact that that is happening and the Lakers can't compete is so maddening and such an indictment and such a wasted opportunity for what should be another opportunity for us to see what would he look like in the playoffs. In he's play. got Anthony Davis. But he does right now. I know, but he's played 25 games with Anthony Davis mm-hmm. this year. Or at least Anthony's been there for 25 yep. games. I mean, I, look, and you know I love LeBron. But I just sometimes get tired of the let's get him more help. Let's get him more. It's always about let's get him more, let's get him more, let's get him more. If he was still good enough to be the number one guy on a ch- contending team, then you w- that wouldn't be the storyline. He's got – I get it, he's not a fit, but Russell Westbrook's no. there, and he's coming off what the bench. Br- Russ didn't well. play, and the, the write-up on the article is like shorthanded Lakers. No Anthony Davis, no Russell Westbrook, no Austin Reeves. I was like, right. really, that's where no, we're at? No, that's the thing. That's, where, that, that's the point that I'm making. Like, is right, na- right now Embiid is better than LeBron. I'm not, just sure. Follow me here for a moment. But if LeBron and Embiid switched places and LeBron was on that Sixers team, he would be the best player and they would be contenders. And because Daryl has surrounded that team with good fit role players. And even if Harden was out for a month, they would be able to survive. And it is so frustrating that these are the guys, any of these years could be LeBron's last great year. And it's not about getting him more help. It's about getting him a league average supporting cast. He shouldn't have asked to have Russ on the team. Okay, but that's a little bit of like, that's what he wanted. If I asked the bosses, it's like, hey, let's, let's add, I don't, I shouldn't name a name. It doesn't matter. Just let's add someone to the show. And everyone around him was like, oh boy. Don't think that's going to work. And they and then they went through and did it. Yes, I own some of the culpability, but that's their job. And, and by the way, the Russ thing could have been moved on from at any point in the last nine months, and they haven't done and it. And Russ isn't their biggest problem. And Russ problem. isn't their biggest problem, but they the other moves they've made haven't worked. They went into another year without shooting. It's maddening. You lean on Pat Beverly. Uh, they traded for Patrick Beverly, who's been the He's worst offensive spirit. player in the yeah. league. He's spirit. spirit. <laughs> Celtics versus the Frisky Pacers. I don't know if you remember my Frisky rankings. I had the Pacers on there number four. Tatum. Big dunk, 41 points, but another loss. 
Right. For the Celtics, coming back down to Five earth. Six, Didn't make six. the medal stand. And that's why he doesn't make the medal stand, because we already had one person who got a loss on the medal stand. That is the bronze medalist, Giannis. He had 45 in a loss. To the Cavaliers, who, you know, Brew has just decided are not Eastern Conference contenders, unlike his Nets. I, no, I had them in oh, there. Oh, no, no, you had I the Nets far the ahead. Uh, and fine. I'm from Cleveland. Yeah, oh, it's, oh where, where are you not oh, yeah. from, Brew? They might get claimed. Silver medal. <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, who plays for Brew's hometown Cleveland Cavaliers. 36-4-6 for Donovan. And then a gold medal. You know, there was a lot of chatter north of the border that I might have had Pascal Siakam underrated on the pyramid. And I think he heard the chatter and said, I'm going to prove Nick wrong. 52, 9 and 7 for Siakam. Has the Knicks lost all the Knicks? Bing bong, winning streak over. There's the podium from last night. What do you night. have against the Knicks? I find them overhyped. The moment they get any type of, any type of goodness, people are like, oh! Here come the Knicks. They haven't won a title in 49 two years. Two minutes on him yesterday. He was like, ah, I don't know. What do you mean? <laughs> you, you had two minutes on the Knicks and you were mad about it. Yeah, you were ticked off cares. that we even mentioned <laughs> Oh, their what's names? this music we're playing? Prince is in the Big Apple. Jags, though, underdogs. Oh, uh, I don't care. Against Zach Wilson. Yeah. What are you expecting from the Prince who was promised tonight? Oh, okay. Can I, have you, speaking of betting lines. Okay. They're underdogs. Did you see? Did you see? What? No, I didn't. The uh, updated playoff odds from Fox Bet. And who's a favorite, a betting favorite to win the AFC South? The Prince. <laughs> Stop! Hosting Just talk in your normal game. voice. It's though. the second worst <laughs> division in football. Okay, you know what, Brew? You don't have to blow out someone's candle to make yours burn brighter. <laughs> and last year when you guys were like, Trevor Lawrence threw all these interceptions. Who did I compare him to? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Uh, can we show, please, Peyton Manning and Trevor Lawrence in year two? Oh, look at that. They're, I'd say they're the same thing, but the man with the prettier neck also has the prettier stats. And they're both going to be division champions in year two. Peyton also didn't have a national championship in college but came close. T. Martin got the title. And he wasn't national high school player of the year, but he could have been. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people are saying it, Peyton Manning, a poor man's Trevor Lawrence, and I think that's probably, you know, there's no shame in that. So I expect Trevor to be great tonight. I expect the Jags. Jags won't lose again until probably round two of the playoffs, guys. Round two of the playoffs. What do you got? You pulling for I mean, look, I like Trevor Lawrence. No, you don't. No. I, no. Not I, I have been over here and said he, like Nick, he has the highest ceiling and will be the best quarterback in that draft class. What is Nick? I have said that. You never said that. No, That's all good. I do is say I want Nick to bring it down a notch. No. Or 10. I'm bringing it up. Can we relax? Oh, 14 touchdowns one day. Player of the month on deck. Three weeks ago, Detroit, the 7-7 seven and seven Detroit Lions beat them 40-14. to doing this. And you got them in the second round of the playoffs? One game. They, they, but the two weeks it prior, they won. Ago. And they, they've won all the games since then. And they're a favorite to win the division. And they're going to win a home playoff game. They're going to beat the Baltimore Ravens or the Dolphins or Chargers, whoever that wild card five team is. Trevor's beating them. Trevor's going to be in the playoffs. I'm going to win so much money on my Jaguars future bets. The Prince has arrived. You know what? Wow. When they win tonight, we're holding the ceremony tomorrow. Wow. Three o'clock tomorrow in studio. I hope they win. Oh, you're right. I believe in them. No, you're not.